Welcome to another episode of the Family Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host, Christian Horstman, and my prayer for you is that the Lord would be pleased to bless this show and use it to provide you as a Christian parent with gospel-centered, grace-driven ideas and encouragement for shepherding your children's hearts and cultivating your family's relationships with Jesus and with each other. Welcome to this uh, a new episode of the Family Discipleship Podcast. I'm really excited here to be talking with uh, Garrett Hampton today. Uh, Garrett and his wife, Yvette, um, really have a passion for strengthening and equipping families in the homeschool community by teaching parents how to live out their convictions and point their children toward Christ. Um, something I think is really cool is in uh, the fall of 2016, they sold their house, most of their belongings, loaded up in an RV, and traveled the country to uh, film the documentary Schoolhouse Rocked to tell the stories that represent the millions of families who have been impacted by the homeschool revolution. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that um, as we go here. But uh, of course, after we're done, we'll have all the, the links and everything to that in the show notes. So welcome, Garrett. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on, Christian. It's yes. a blessing. Yes, for sure. For sure. It's a big blessing for sure. So yeah, I, I love uh, the tagline of your, your movie, um, that there's a, a revolution transforming education and it's not happening inside the classroom. Um, yep. So, yeah. So today I just wanted to talk with you a little bit about, you know, homeschooling and its critical importance for, you know, preserving our nation, uh, the church and the Christian family. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. thank you for having me on. I, I look forward to talking about it. Um, this has been a passion of ours for now about 12 years. And the irony in that is that we said we would never homeschool our kids. <laughs> um, we were like so many families where we could tell you all the reasons why homeschooling wasn't going to work for us. You know, my wife and I didn't love school when we were in school. Why would we do that to our kids? Why would we do that to ourselves? What about socialization and all that? And thankfully, when our oldest daughter was getting ready to go into school, God changed our hearts miraculously. Um, we were invited by some friends to a homeschool uh, convention in California. And at the time we thought, there are homeschool conventions. Like that's the craziest <laughs> thing ever. And uh, we went to that first conference and man, just over the course of a weekend, God totally changed our hearts. Um, wow. We heard some great speakers talk about why homeschooling works and um, really why it is the design of God for families. And we left there saying, we're going to do this. We're going to do it forever. And it was no longer like a, maybe we'll dip our toes into it. We were like, I think this is us for the rest of our kids, you know, school time. So, yeah. yeah. So never say never, right? <laughs> never say never. And man, we had a lot of time. It was 11 years before we had our first daughter wow. and we had a bunch of friends who homeschooled and we would, you know, we'd see him and we'd go, yeah, we're never doing that. No way. We'll never do that. And, uh, God laughed, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Funny, a little bit like uh, my parents when they, you know, way before you know I was even born, and uh, and they were like their first exposure to homeschooling. My mom was like, "Is that even legal?" <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you know, here we here we are now, you know, number of years later. So, so that's that's wonderful. Yeah. So, so um, you have two daughters, is that correct? In, yeah, in two daughters, and my yes. my oldest is graduating this year, okay. which is mind blowing because it goes yeah. by so very fast. Yeah. And then our our youngest is a junior higher, so we're in you know, that crazy junior high time, which is a blessing. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, we've, 
we've now been doing it for this, our 13th year after saying we would never do it. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So uh, what's been your favorite part of it? The whole process? Definitely. Yeah, definitely the time and the relationship. Um, I would say the most important part of it is that we get to pour God's word into our kids daily and, and, uh, all of this, you know, experience is infused with God's word. That's been the most important part of it. But definitely my favorite part is just that we love being with our kids. Mm -hmm. We love that we know our kids and that we, you know, have a very deep relationship with them. And uh, I think that was actually a surprise to us. Not that we didn't love our kids before we started homeschooling, but we've been so programmed to believe, well, when they turn five, we just turn them over to the, the schools mm -hmm. and then we see them when they come home. We, you know, have dinner with them and tell them to go do their homework. And then we tuck them in bed at night and that's the way it works. And I think a lot of parents looking and say, I could never spend all day with my kids. And what my wife likes to say is in a lot of those cases, the reason you think you could never spend all day with your kids is because you're not the one parenting them. The mm -hmm. schools are. And so they're being raised according to a set of standards that don't necessarily align with yours. Yeah. And uh, so for us, we've had this blessing of now 13 years of intense, you know, one-on-one -on -one time with our girls and getting to know them deeply, know their needs and desires and their, their, you know, everything about them. And so it's been a huge blessing. Right. You know, I love that. That's very wise words from your wife. I like that. And I like how, um, you know, and I've talked about this in other places before too, but you know, how homeschooling it's, um, unfortunately I think some people today, they just look at it purely from the academic side. And right. I always say, you know, it's, it's much more than just the academics. It's, it's a lifestyle. It's not just, you know, bringing home the public school system and unboxing it in your living room and, you know, doing that. It's, it's a total lifestyle, um, out, even outside the classroom, outside the academics. So that, that's wonderful. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah. We have a good friend, uh, Daniil Papa Giorgio, and oh, yes. she puts on the life con uh, life schooling conference. Yes, and her term life schooling we think fits so well, yeah. and uh, it en encompasses so well what homeschooling is because it's not just the academics, like you said. It's not even just the discipleship. Really, it's day by day walking with our kids, doing life with them, and teaching them what that's going to look like for the rest of their lives, and that's yeah. so valuable. But on the other side of that, we do get the opportunity in this Deuteronomy 6 sense of when, they sit, when they're walking by the way, when they're sitting down and lying down, and when they rise, we get to pour into them the word of God in real life and show them that discipleship ju doesn't just happen on Sundays or doesn't just happen when you feel like it. Every single day, we get to show them what life looks like submitted to Christ. And right. so... Yeah, this the the fact that homeschooling allows us to incorporate all of life every day into that process is so valuable. It is, I agree. And uh, yeah, Danielle's a good friend of mine too. I, I actually interviewed oh, her good. a couple of weeks. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so we, we yeah, love Danielle. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that term too. It's it's a uh, you know much more encompassing than just you know homeschooling. It's it's a manner of life. So yeah. yes. So um, I mentioned at the beginning your documentary that you made. So what led you to even think about creating a documentary about homeschooling? Yeah, so it was all God. You know, that's the <laughs> Sunday school prepackaged answer. But the truth right. is uh, we weren't thinking about making documentaries. I was working in Hollywood uh, doing regular Hollywood movies and music videos and commercials and all that stuff. Right. And um, 
knew that God was calling me into something different, but I had no idea what that was. We just felt this nudge to um, leave California and to do something else. And part of that was just that I knew that the work that I was doing um, wasn't glorifying God. It wasn't really bringing any eternal value. And so um, God, through some really crazy circumstances, brought us to the movie. And one of the things was that uh, I quit my job kind of out of the blue. Now, I, I knew that it was coming eventually, but I definitely didn't plan to do it when I did. Um, but I quit my job. And and because of that, of course, then you got to figure out what's next. <laughs> and God was good to allow me to go teach teach film at a Christian school for a year and work for my church doing film and audio and video and things like that. Yeah. And uh, through that year, God just directed us to doing this movie. And one of the things that had contributed was years before we had seen the movie Indoctrination. And mm-hmm. though we had already decided to homeschool, that movie became a huge tool for us. And we shared it dozens of times with our friends. We bought several copies of that movie and would give it out. Um, but we saw Indoctrination as a case against public schools, and it was a valuable case against public schools. Mm-hmm. But we really wanted to tell the story of what homeschooling was and make this pro-homeschooling movie and show right what the blessings were and what the outcome was. And so honestly, you know, it's funny. It should be easy to say, well, this was the in, the moment of inspiration that we decided to do it, but it didn't happen like that. God opened one door and then another door. And as he was doing it, he would confirm things and provide, you know, an interview here or, you know, sustenance there mm-hmm. until we realized we were fully into this movie and leaving California in an RV to live and travel the country and film it. And uh, since then, I mean, it's been a huge blessing to see what God's done with the film because it's been out for a little while now. It's actually available to watch for free. Mm -hmm. And we've seen thousands and thousands and thousands of lives changed by the film. And it's been a blessing to get the feedback from people who are saying, you know, my, my husband never understood. I felt a call from God, but he never got it. And then he saw your movie or mm. even, even better. You know, we've always, we were Christian parents. We love our kids, but we've never done quiet time with them. And we didn't right. even understand what that was. And the movie about homeschooling really is a movie about family discipleship. And because of that, that tool, their hearts are open to d- daily sitting down and doing the word. Um, so we get, we get that feedback and it's just been a huge blessing. Yeah. Praise the Lord. That's wonderful. So, so while you were traveling the country, you continued homeschooling, uh, even through that experience. So how was that? It was, it was hard. It was great. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, yeah. we lived in a 29 foot travel trailer for two and a half years. And, uh, for those of you who have camped 29 feet, isn't that much to camp in. <laughs> nope. Um, but we lived in it for two and a half years. So we slept there, we ate there, I worked there, uh, and we did school there, and it was really cramped. And at the same time, it was a huge blessing because because of that trailer, we were enabled to travel and do the movie. And, uh, you know, God, God allowed our family to experience so many blessings. We've seen much of the country with our girls. We've driven across the country three times in the process of filming the movie and uh, I think they saw about 30 states during that time. And so we did a lot of school in the car. We did a lot of audiobooks, And then we did a lot of school at the kitchen table in the RV. 
thankfully through that time though, uh, we, we stayed planted in Georgia and my parents lived not far away. So we were able to go to their house and do school at their kitchen table, <laughs> which made it survivable. Cause right. honestly, I mean, had we not had that, it would have been almost impossible. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely can understand that. But, uh, I'm glad you made it through that. That's definitely remarkable. Another God yeah. moment, I think for sure. <laughs> oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. We so, got to see his hand at work so many times yeah. and, uh, literally, you know, I'm, I'm a very conservative person yeah. and, and yet on occasion after occasion, we got to see God do just clear miracles, miracles of provision, miracles of directing the story. Um, and so it was a great experience and one that I'm so thankful our girls had because so few kids get an opportunity like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they were able to serve God day to day with their family at a very young age and really work in, in productive ways towards getting the film made. Right. Right. That's, that's a blessing in itself. <laughs> yeah. So, so you mentioned, um, I like how you said a minute ago, how you wanted people to have, you know, kind of a perspective of the, of the positive side of homeschooling instead of just, you know, the negative of, you know, the public school picture. Um, right. So, yeah, I love that. I think that's, you know, very helpful. And it's, sometimes you don't think about that. Yeah. It's very easy to, you know, bash the, the bad or corrupt systems, but, but then to have, you know, a, a really good alternative uh, perspective to, to the alternative. Um, I think that's wonderful. So, um, like what, what would be your main, um, that's kind of generally speaking. So what would be your main, uh, hope and focus that you hope most people would take away from watching the, the film? The primary thing is that first of all, you can do it. And second of all, this is really God's design for the family and for education. Mm -hmm. Um, we, we call it the gold standard. Um, and I think I, I actually listened to Israel Wayne on your show uh, previously, and Israel mm -hmm. does such a good job of laying that out. Mm -hmm. But Israel wrote an article a few years ago um, called, um, I'm forgetting the title, um, uh, Christian Education, a Manifesto is the yes. title. Mm -hmm. And if you could link to that, it'd be great. It's a great article. But the truth is that God's Word gives tons of instructions for parents educating their, their kids, mm -hmm. and none of those include and send them off to somebody else to do it. Mm -hmm. Now there's room in, in the word for discipleship under teachers, mm -hmm. but it's always assumed that those kids are going to be established already and have grown up learning in the home. And right. so God's only instruction for teaching children is to parents first. And then there's instruction for grandparents as well. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the big takeaway from the film is we understand that a lot of people already aren't satisfied with what they're getting in schools. And our point is one, you don't have to be, you can bring them home. You can do that. And God will enable you to do what he's called you to do. It's your job to steward your kids' hearts. And the beauty is you don't have to rely on your own ability to do it. The Lord will provide what you need. Yes. Amen. Amen. I love that. So let's take just a quick break, and then I got uh, a few more questions for you about uh, like culture and its connection to uh, education. So we'll be right back. In today's busy high-tech world, families are losing the art of old-fashioned quality time together. But you can transform your family time with an exciting new trivia game about Moses and the Exodus. This game is more than just fun and entertainment. 
It's a chance to unite your loved ones for screen-free family time and enrich your scriptural knowledge. You and your children will have fun, laughter, and friendly competition as you step back into the Old Testament and test your knowledge about the life of Moses and the biblical details of the Israelites' exodus from Egypt and 40-year trek through the wilderness. This easy-to-play family-friendly game is sure to make memories you'll treasure. So head over to Family Discipleship podcast.net slash Moses and get your family a copy of this trivia game, download and print it right away, put down your electronic devices and play it together with your family tonight. That's familydiscipleshippodcast.net slash Moses. Have fun! All right, we are back. Um, back here with uh, Garrett Hampton. And uh, we've been talking about uh, homeschooling and a uh, uh, film that he and his family have put together about homeschooling called Schoolhouse Rock. And again, we'll have the links to all that in the show notes uh, with this episode. Um, just want to switch gears uh, slightly a little bit now and talk about uh, you know, culture and its connection to education. So, you know, culture and our you know, constitutional republic seem to be crumbling all around us. So how do you think that uh, education is uh, contributing or what's the link to the decline in that? Well, I think it contributes directly. Um, you know, I say often, and I'm not the only one who says this, public education isn't broken. It's succeeding fantastically at what it's designed to do. Mm -hmm. And when you go back and you look at the founders, these men like John Dewey and Horace Mann and others, this was their design. The design is to remove the link between parent and child and to establish an alternative authority in the state and to develop loyalty to the state and to develop a certain skill set that doesn't really um, rely on critical thinking and certainly has no belief in God. Mm -hmm. And when you look at that and you, and you can read these men for themselves, I mean, John Dewey wrote this wonderful, I say in quotes, wonderful diary of his time in Soviet Russia and all the great things he learned about this communist education and how he would bring that back and institute that in schools for teachers here. And if you look, everything that he planned to do essentially has been done. God has been removed from schools. Um, parents have been removed as the authority. In fact, uh, when you drop your kids off, if you understand the, the principle of in loco parentis, when you drop your kids off at the school, you are entrusting them legally. You're giving them the right to parent your children essentially for them. They could administer care, they could administer drugs, they can administer discipline, and you have essentially turned over your rights as a parent. And furthermore, it's, it's reinforced when the school sends permission slips home for your kids and you have to sign giving away your permission regularly for the school to do things for your kids. Mm -hmm. um, I would tell you that schools have been wonderfully successful and the fruit is visible everywhere. For generations, the schools have had the majority of the kids in a monopoly, right? Mm -hmm. Right now, about uh, 5 million kids are being homeschooled. I think that's around 5 or 10%. I think it's actually around 5% of schooled kids are being homeschooled, right? Mm -hmm. The vast majority, though, for generations have been in the public schools. They've have, had plenty of time to prove what they're good at. Mm -hmm. And if you look at it culture now, we have the fruit of generations of that turned over. 
And if we look back, we can look back, let's say, to the 60s and the sexual revolution, or after that, this kind of me generation rising up of yuppies, and I've got to get this and get mine. Um, Now, we look out across culture and we have total chaos. We have boys and girls who don't know what they are and want to be something else. We have rampant rampant, uh, sexual immorality. We have homosexuality being pushed as a virtue in the population. We have lawlessness. Um, You know, back in 2020, we had 100 days plus where Portland was on fire from riots, Antifa and BLM. And that was going on across the country. And this isn't a, a shock to us now, and it should be terrifyingly shocking. As we look out, we should see these rare occurrences and be be shocked by them. But instead, it's a daily occurrence to see windows being broken or, you know, a story where parents are being having their kids taken away because they won't affirm their child's sexuality and things like this. The schools essentially have won for generations. So the real revolution now is that parents can wake up and say, look, we're not going to do this anymore. We're taking our kids back. Um, Thankfully, we saw COVID make a huge wake-up call to parents. And part of that was the vaccine mandate. Parents said, well, I don't want my kid or, or myself to be forced to make a choice I don't agree with, to participate in an in a, uh, industry that's not yielding good results. And so millions of parents woke up. And the beauty is it seems the dam has broken now. It seems like Pandora's box is undone. And people, uh, you know, it, the homeschooling movement is gaining steam at an incredible rate. So we praise God for that. And we're here all along to encourage more and more parents to do it and to equip them as they do. Right. Right. No, that's wonderful. Then that kind of led uh, directly into my next question, which was, you know, how do you how do you think COVID has has impacted uh, homeschooling in America? And do you think it's having a positive impact or negative impact or what do you, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. So COVID for us was incredibly important Mm -hmm. because we were halfway done editing our movie when COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And we had actually expected to release our movie before COVID. And we prayed to the Lord, Lord, why are you not providing to get this movie done? It's such an important film. We need to get it out. And we could not understand why the movie wasn't finished much earlier. Right. Right. And then COVID hit and we went, oh, wait everything's changing. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, you know, for the first like few weeks, we're like, no, nah, no, nah, we don't have to worry about this. And then we realized, oh no, this has changed everything. It's completely changed the face of education, the mm-hmm. face of ultimately the workplace, the yeah. face of the family. And so we actually had to recut the middle of our film to incorporate COVID and mm-hmm. we hadn't filmed anything for it. So we ended right. up using news footage and things like this but it changed our film. We're so thankful now having done that because it wasn't a passing phase. As we see now, we're almost four years into, you know, the COVID generation. And truly this has been the biggest um, upset and upheaval in culture since 9-11, probably Mm -hmm. bigger than 9-11. Yeah, I think so too. It's changed everything. Um, But here's the beauty. Uh, What was certainly meant for evil God has used for good in many ways. One of the most important ways was that he opened parents' eyes to what was going on in the schools because without Zoom schooling, without virtual schooling from COVID, 
Most parents would have never known what was being taught. They just trusted. The other thing COVID has done, though, is it revealed a great sickness in the church, and it has caused um, it's caused a refining by fire of the church. And we saw when COVID hit, so many pastors gave into what the state was demanding. So many churches did exactly what they were being told by the CDC. Mm-hmm. And we've seen the outcome of that. And now you see pastors waking up and saying, never again will we give in. Never again we will be strong. And, and that has happened across the church. So yeah. COVID, yes, in a lot of ways, it was really harmful. It mm-hmm. definitely had detrimental effects on the economy. It definitely had detrimental effects on um, the psyche of our nation and especially our young people. But it's very clear that God is doing great things because of COVID. Right. And I love how you said, you know, it was meant for evil, but God definitely brought some good things out of it, didn't he? <laughs> Certainly. So, yeah, for sure. Sure. So my last question I had, and this is, again, a little bit of a switch of gears. Um, let's talk for a moment about the role of, of dads in the homeschool family. You know, I, I know a lot of homeschool resources are um, geared a lot of times, mostly toward, you know, the moms. Um, but I think, you know, I, I think so. And I think you'd agree that, you know, dads really need to be present in the, the homeschool uh, situation as well. So what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. Before I address dads in the homeschool situation, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to take a tiny side note and Mm -hmm. say that one of the greatest tragedies of public schooling is that has it's enabled the failure of families. It allows two parents to work. It feeds kids during the day and it, it ultimately divides families. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been one of the biggest tragedies of our, our culture moving to a majority public schooled culture is that families have failed because we understand that mom and dad are necessary in the family. God's design is for a man and a woman to be married and to be fruitful and multiply and to be together. And so homeschooling is the exact opposite of that. Homeschooling by necessity causes families to be unified and, and understand uh, when I talk about this, I understand that there are many, you know, single parents and divorced parents who homeschool and there's tragedies, but God's design is for man and wife to be married for life and be fruitful and multiply. Right. Dad's role in that is really important. And it's also, I think, not completely obvious starting off to dads because most of the time dad's still going to go to work. In fact, with homeschooling families, most of them are single income families. So dad works, mom homeschools during the day, dad comes home at night and eats dinner and hangs out with the kids. And that's how it's done. Right. But dad is so important in a few ways. The first is this dads, you are the spiritual leader in your home. God has placed that responsibility in your lap and you need to take it on. And so what that may look like is for dads that work all day, it may mean that just at dinner time or just before bed, you gather your family together and read the word to them, pray over them, teach them to pray, maybe sing songs with them of praise. Um, but lead family Bible time. It's critical. Amen. The other thing you need to do, though, is you need to be your wife's greatest encourager, greatest cheerleader and enabler. And um, part of that just means providing what she needs for curriculum and, and resources. You know, go out and joyfully work so that your wife can do what she needs to do in her role. But then at the end of the day, come home and say, Honey, I'm so thankful for you. You are a blessing to our family. You're a blessing to our children because dads, the truth is 
what mom is doing during the day is generational. It is of eternal impact. It is kingdom work and it couldn't be more important. So, uh, yeah, dads are critical and I've been blessed. Actually, I'm home during the day. I work from home. Um, but even still my wife does most of the homeschooling. And so my job really is to support and lead spiritually. Yeah. Amen. I love that. I love that. That's very, very wise advice. And I think, um, like you said, or like I said a minute ago, you know, sometimes, um, we kind of view homeschooling as, you know, the, the, you know, the mom's thing, right. But it, yeah, the dads right. really need to be involved. So thank you. So, yeah. yeah. So any, uh, any other thoughts or comments? Um, I did want to ask you, um, remind our audience where they can find schoolhouse rocked and, and listen to that and, or watch that. Sure. So yeah, yeah, my encouragement to you parents is you can do this and guess what? Yeah. It's going to be super hard. Um, Neither my wife or I are expert educators, and somehow yet we've muddled through with God's help to the graduation of our daughter. You can totally do this, um, and we want to walk with you through that. Uh, we've been ministering to homeschool families now for seven years, and it's a blessing. You can watch the movie Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution. Uh, watch it online for free tonight at schoolhouserockedmovie.com. Um, but then we have a ton of free resources to build up homeschool families along the way. We have our free homeschool survival kit that you'll get as soon as you watch the movie, it'll be delivered to your inbox. And then we have the schoolhouse rocked podcast, which is going into its seventh season now with like, I think 750 episodes, which is just amazing. And God has provided the greatest guests to build up our audience. And we cover everything that matters to Christian homeschool families. Um, marriage, parenting, dis, you know, discipleship, um, curriculum, and and really ultimately the truth is that's a family discipleship podcast wrapped up in the wrapper of homeschooling. Um, so we're here to build up families for the long run, and we we would yeah. love to walk with you. Yeah, amen. Thank you so much for sharing. And and again, we'll have all the links to that in the show notes with this episode. Um, but yeah. Just uh, thank you so much for being here today, Garrett. And uh, I really love you know, this conversation. You're sharing your thoughts and, and wisdom. Um, we'll definitely have you back again sometime. Thank you. I'd love that, Christian. It's really been a pleasure. Yeah, you're welcome. You have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. been listening to the Family Discipleship Podcast, I truly hope that you've been blessed and encouraged by the things we've covered today. And I'd love to hear your feedback, questions, or even suggestions for a particular guest or topic that you would like to see featured on a future episode. Feel free to email host at familydiscipleshippodcast.net. And don't forget to follow the show on social media and subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss new episodes as they're released. I hope you'll be able to join us again next week. But in the meantime, I pray that the Lord will continue to bless your family as you endeavor to shepherd your children's hearts and cultivate your family's relationships with Jesus and with each other.